I can get a good look at a T-bone by sticking my head up a bull's ass, or I can just take the butcher's word for it. Episode number 54. Big news coming out today. We um we set a fucking massive record on listens and downloads today. Massive record. I'm talking shattered the fucking ceiling. I think the Salamar Yellow um birthday episode peaked at 38 overall. It was 37. And then uh someone put it on the other night when we were hanging out. So 38, which is the highest it's ever been. We have since <laughs> tripled that amount actually that's a solid tripling so yesterday's episode military monday everybody's favorite something we look forward to something that's interesting especially for those that aren't in the military and the ones that are has not even peaked yet it hasn't even been a full 24 hours since it's been published and we're sitting at 136 listens and 138 or 138 138 listens and 136 downloads easily the most ever um going over some of the data because i didn't know this i didn't know like i you don't get a notification saying this shit i just check it right before i start talking to you people um you find people uh i went on i started writing some topics down i was like oh, i'll check Substack, see what's going on with yesterday's episode you know expecting it to be around the 15 20 maybe 21 range we've been hitting sometimes 125 <laughs> i'm like what the fuck so i dive into it start looking over some of the numbers i haven't really poured into it too much but there was one share that happened early this morning around 10 30 a.m somebody shared it i don't know who shared it. it just says there was one share and then from that share spawned an entire fucking um flood of traffic so i don't know where it got shared to i don't know if it was a retweet uh a facebook share i don't know it just said i looked over the numbers and i'm like i didn't get any traffic until after 10 30 i saw on 10 30 and they shared the direct link to my Substack, which is kind of wild so i do appreciate that however that was and we of course are grateful for every 138 person that listened and obviously grateful for the people that did share again sharing is free liking it on twitter free retweeting or xing whatever the fuck they want to call it now free liking it on tiktok interacting on the polls viewing the instagram story the Instagram reels. Everything I'm telling you is free. I'm not asking for anybody's money, but someone decided to share it. And since then it caught some traffic. So shout out to everybody that's been listening. Hopefully get some, we continue this growth together and get into it. So again, appreciate it. Out here setting some records. And I say all that to say this, we're going to bang out the this date in history, August 8th, and then that's going to be followed up by Top 5 Tuesday, which is kind of a top 10 because the the OLIs, the outside looking in, is about five. But there's probably about 100 things on this list. And the list, if you're wondering what that is, is Top 5 Movies Based on Rewatchability. So what does that mean, right? I'm talking about the movies you you won't go out of your way to watch them anymore because usually they're old. Brady's excited for this list too, as you can tell in the background. You won't go seek these movies out. However, if they're on, you're going to stop and watch them, at least for me, every time. So the list is, I have a top five and then I have about six on the outside looking in, the OLIs. So about 10 total because there's a one of these, you're going to have to stay tuned, is a one and two. It's, the sequel is just as good as the, as the one. So we're going to get into it, but this at this time, we're going to go this date in history, August 8th. History has its 
August 8th, 1974, an event that would have a profound impact on American politics and the presidency unfolded. President Richard M. Nixon announced his resignation on national television, becoming the first U.S. president in history to resign from the office. Facing almost certain impeachment due to his role in the Watergate scandal, Nixon decided to step down. His speech was his speech was somber, acknowledging his mistakes, but also defending his record. He stated, quote, I have never been a quitter, but sometimes one has to step down to avoid a greater disaster, end quote. Vice President Gerald Ford was sworn in as the 38th president of the United States the next day and on August 9th and famously declared, my fellow Americans, our long national nightmare is over. Nixon's resignation marked a historic turning point in American politics and had far-reaching effects on the country's perception of the government and leadership. It led to widespread reforms and changes in political practices, creating a legacy that continues to shape the national, continues to shape the nation's political landscape. And then, like I said, it's top five Tuesday, in this case, about top 10. So we're going to get into that. But yesterday, I did promise if you listened through the entire episode, and right before I turned it off, after the outro played, I told you that I bamboozled Brady yesterday into eating his medicine, his flea tick and heartworm preventative, because he's a healthy boy. But you got to stay on top of this stuff, right? I think it might be a scam from the big pharma, big dog pharma, but... Either way, he's healthy, so you got to keep him that way. So what I did was, because he's smart, and he uses his nose for everything. He noses literally everything. He smells it, licks it. He, if there's any if there's any off scent, he won't do it. So you got to be kind of tricky. And these pills are chicken flavored. He still fit, he'll, st- he'll still sniff them out, unless he's like super hungry. And it's usually when grandma decides to trick him, he does them right away. But he doesn't play that game with me because he knows it's either pepperoni or bacon strips and nothing else when it comes to his my treats. So if I give him a random treat, he knows something's up. So what I did was I took Cool Whip, which I keep in the freezer. I mashed up his pills. I mixed it into there. And then I mixed a pepperoni in there. So the chunks could have been a pepperoni chunk, could be pill chunk, but it's also covered in whipped cream. I never saw him so excited in my life that he was getting pepperoni with whipped cream. And he licked this bowl clean. He was carrying it around afterwards. He was super excited. And I was like, gotcha, bitch. Because there's no way in hell he would have known and I think he might have realized it after the fact that something else was going on there. Something was afoot. He was he got caught in a bamboozle, as they say. But he took his medicine. He's a healthy boy. We had a good walk. And if you want some more tips and tricks, don't forget to subscribe. But with that being said, we are going to move on to the aforementioned top five list. More like a top 10 with the OLIs. So let's get into that. While we still got daylight out here, it's getting late early, as they say. So the top five lists of top five movies based on rewatchability. And like I said in the beginning, it's the movies you can, you don't seek them out anymore because they're usually older. They're usually one of your favorite movies or maybe they're not. But every time you see it, you stop and you can watch it either straight through or from that moment on in the movie. If it's not like right at the end, 
you could probably stop and watch like the last hour, maybe 45 minutes if it's a long ass movie, two hours. But so we're going to start with the OLI, the outside looking in. The first OLI would be the Shawshank Redemption. The second OLI is The Patriot featuring Mel Gibson. Goodwill Hunting. Independence Day. Top Gun and also Top Gun Maverick. Now, these can be interchanged. There wasn't like a, here's number nine, eight, seven, six. These can be interchanged depending on if all things are equal, if all these movies are on at once, the number one movie, which we're going to get to after I name the top five, would be the movie I would stop on almost every time. I know Top Gun Maverick is the new kid in the block, but that movie's also way too fucking long and it sucks you in too fast. No homo. So starting the list at number five, a movie we watched the other day when I was home which is, I think it's cinema. This is a cinematic movie. Way ahead of its time. Uh, the mov- the game Halo is basically this movie in a nutshell. They're not related at all, but if you play Halo and you watch this movie, you're going to be like, this is the same shit. I, this is the same game. It's the same movie. But Starship Troopers coming in at number five. Casper Van Dien takes on the bugs from Clendathu. It's a lot of back and forth. It's like a two and a half hour movie too. But I swear to God, every time this movie comes on, I'll either rewind it to the beginning, hit that old start over button, which is a fucking gift from God. Whoever invented that is amazing. But I will rewatch that movie. I'll put it on when I'm just bored. It's one of those movies, again, you can watch every time it comes on. And then number four, Forrest Gump. Another long ass movie, but... It has the rewatchability. It has a great story. I usually cry towards the end. Uh, not so much when his mom dies. It's a, just an emotional movie. Uh, Jenny, the villain in the movie, she sucks. She's a, the original gold digger. I haven't seen too many older movies from like before 1990, so I can't say that for a fact. But everyone knows that Jenny only came back around because he ended up being a gozillionaire, as he says in the movie, and she was a harlot the entire time. She was a drug-dealing skank uh, who spent the entirety of the movie just doing drugs and fucking with Forrest the entire time. Forrest, who was slightly deficient in the mental category, I'm not going to use the hard R word there, back in the day you could have, but he wasn't all there. So Jenny took advantage of him the entire movie until the end when he ended up, I think he owned Apple, (laughs) but he had bubblegum shrimp. He bought a shitload of shares in Apple and obviously Apple took off. So he had a a dumb amount of money and Jenny, who sucks, took advantage of it. And then it has like the iconic characters like Lieutenant Dan, uh, Bubba, who get his get that lip caught on a tripwire kid. Uh, I could probably rattle off the entire movie, um, beginning to front, beginning to end, line by line. So number four was Forrest Gump. Number three, if you have Amazon Prime, oh wait, Max actually, there's too many streaming services. It's on Max as of this month, starring Bill Paxton, Helen Hunt. It also has the dude from uh, Hunger Games, Philip Seymour Hoffman, rest in peace. You ain't got the answer, Sway. Carrie Elwes, that freak, the Mister. M- he's um, he's in Liar Liar. He's uh, he's Magoo. That dude is in it. Alan Ruck. 
if you go through the the IMDb, there's some characters in here. Rest in peace, Bill Paxton as well. Uh, I know they they said they're making another Twister, but it's gonna be one of it's gonna be shitty. They they can't recreate that kind of magic on the on the screen. That's on Amazon or that's on Max right now. Again, put it on and you are sucked in. The CGI holds up. Uh, just the dialogue, all of it adds up to a great movie. It's fucking fast paced. There's tornadoes all over the goddamn place. They're chasing them as if they're they're happening all in the same town. This movie takes place over the course of like 12 hours and they travel across the entire state of Oklahoma. So a lot of plot holes there. But again, if it's on, I'm watching it. I'm in the process of watching it now. And it is an all time favorite movie. Bill Paxton, a.k.a. The Extreme. Coming in at number two, all-time classic, and I've proved this one to my good friend Kyle Rooney, and I can rattle off the entire movie line by line and just motor through it, and I'll watch both of these movies back to back. I'll watch them. I'll watch the second one first, the first one second. I'll watch one at a time. It doesn't matter. Ghostbusters 1 and 2. can't tell me this song doesn't go fucking hard i'm not gonna play too much of it because i don't want to get a copyright strike <laughs> but ghostbusters one and two literally the hottest movies of their time maybe star wars was ahead of them but we'll get into that at a different time um Starring Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, Sigourney Weaver, who was hot at the time with Alien, Harold Ramis, rest in peace, as Egon, Rick Moranis, Louis Tully, Annie Potts was Janine Melnitz, the secretary, Ernie Hudson, Winston Zedmore. This movie was badass. Again, CGI holds up. If you watch it, you're like, they, those things, they're shooting something. The ghosts, the none of it was that bad, especially the second one. The second one really got, really found its lane with uh, the CGI and the graphics and all that shit. With Vigo, the Carpathian, Slimer, who just makes appearances the entire time. The Stay Puffed Marshmallow Man, Gozer, the Gozerian. Fucking awesome movie. I might even watch it tonight. I don't know. Instead, I'm going to watch the shitty fucking Yankees. And then number one, we're moving right along. So number two was two movies, but Ghostbusters 1 and 2 coming in hot. And then number one, your favorite, our favorite, another Tom Hanks vehicle, Apollo 13. I wouldn't say it's a happy movie by any chance. There's no shot you're going to hear Pitbull in it. But Apollo 13 starring Tom Hanks, Bill Paxton, who was in our previous movie Twister, Kevin Bacon. All these guys are young. They're hot. They're fucking astronauts. They're they're fucking steely-eyed missile men. Gary Sinise, Ed Harris, a Ron Howard fucking joint. For those of you that don't know, the Apollo missions all went smoothly besides Apollo 1, which never took off. Apollo 13, which did take off, and about halfway to the moon decided to explode. And we had to bring them, we had to slingshot them all the way around the moon, bring them back to Earth safe, safely. It was a monumental feat because up to that point, we never had a problem in space. And we weren't really sure what we can do if there was a problem because you can't live in space. So miraculously, we went through the hard work of NASA and 
the engineers and the scientists. Uh, we were able to bring them all back safely, and it made for a wild story, and we learned a lot of lessons from that. But that's my favorite movie of all time, and I will literally watch that back-to-back and probably cry at the end every time. When the parachute comes in, they don't know if they survived re-entry. They don't know if the heat shield hold, held. There's a storm. There's a typhoon. They have all this shit going on. They've been frozen for fucking a week at zero degrees. Bill Paxton is sick. Fred Hayes. And then you he, you see the, you know, they do the whole countdown. Three minutes. Standing by. It pauses. You see the chutes open. Almost got emotional talking about it. And you hear the iconic phrase of, Houston, this is Aquarius. Forgive me, he says. Houston, this is Odyssey. Do you read me? And then the parachutes open. They land in the Pacific. They get scooped up. Everyone's cheering. The, the family, Mission Control's going nuts. It's a fucking happy ending. And again, I can rewatch it back to back. Probably back to back to back if I really needed to. And that comes in at number one for the top five lists of rewatchability. And that's going to wrap up the list. That's going to wrap up this episode. We are sitting at the 24-minute mark, but there was a lot of silence in there. I had to look something up real quick. Not that you guys would ever know unless I just told you. So we're going to clean this bitch up, get it out to you guys. And again, yesterday's episode was peaking, still peaking, still getting some hits here if we break 150 i don't know what i'm gonna do but if we hit 150 i'll be more than happy i'm more than happy we we hit more than 38 we got to 39 now we're on the road to keeping these numbers up and again appreciate the person that shared appreciate the people that do share appreciate the the listeners each and every one of you couldn't do this without you it's fun for me so hopefully it's fun for you if you guys have a top five list that you want to submit, don't forget you can leave comments on Spotify, which I read at the end of the week. You can leave them on Substack. You can leave them also on Apple Podcasts. Uh, you can tweet at me or on TikTok. You can use anything on there to comment, inbox me, whatever you got to do. So with that being said, I'm going to let you guys get out of here. It's been fun. I'm going to stress out while I watch the Yankees because all they do is let me down. It's not even the point that I'm stressed out watching them. I'm just, I'm done with the team. I'm just over it. Like just fold it, you know, bring up, bring up the kids, shut judge down, shut Cole down. Who gives a shit? Season's over. You're five and a half out. You're losing to the worst team in baseball. It's over. So, and then also yesterday, I remember I said that there was going to be two people that were supposed to promote. They might, they were supposed to get notified today if they did or didn't. Unfortunately, they did not get notified. However, I don't think my unit notified people. People. I think they held off for some reason. I'm not sure why, but the vibe I got is that not is that nobody really got notified in my unit. Um, I asked around, but the information is like it's not classified. But they're treating as they're treating it as if it is. So only a few people do know or don't know, and I'm pretty sure no one got notified if they did or didn't make it. So we're going to check back in tomorrow. But if they didn't make it, better luck next year. If they did, congratulations. We're going to find out more. I'll be sure to update you guys on tomorrow's episode with Would You Wednesday, the sex edition. All right, let's get out of here. Don't forget, like, like, subscribe, share, retweet, repost, exit, Facebook share, yada, yada, yada.